Welcome to Abide's Sleep Meditations. I'm Tyler Boss. Today's meditation is brought to you by our partners at Life Audio. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Head over to lifeaudio.com now. Remember, you can have full access to all our sleep stories commercial-free. Just text ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off the app. Now, relax your mind and body as we hear tonight's sleep story. Hello, and welcome to this sleep story from Abide. I'm Lone and Lara. Thanks for joining me tonight for the wedding supper. Tonight, you will enter into a treasured and sacred moment. You will be invited to observe, delight, and celebrate with a crowd of friends and family as they rejoice in God's goodness and enjoy one another's company. Tonight, you will see the beauty of a God who pursues, a God who loves relentlessly and sacrificially, and a God who takes great delight in his beloved children. Tonight, you will attend a wedding feast. And while you enjoy this earthly celebration, you will ultimately be reminded of the great bridegroom, our Lord Jesus Christ, who is eagerly awaiting the wedding feast with his bride, the church. As Revelation 19 tells us, Hallelujah, for our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory, for the wedding of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. Then the angel said to me, Write this. Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. As you observe and experience this wedding ceremony and the feast that follows, you will be invited to consider this day from a variety of different perspectives. You will see through the eyes of the bride as she prepares to walk down the aisle to her long-awaited groom. You will see through the eyes of the groom as he sees the doors open to reveal his beautiful bride. You will see through the eyes of the parents, the attendants, and of course, as a guest. Come along with me as we remember Christ by experiencing a wedding supper of those who love God and cherish the gift of Christ the great and loving bridegroom. But before we step into this sacred event, take a few moments now to prepare yourself for sleep. As your day comes to a close, it is not uncommon to feel as though things were left undone. Perhaps you could have used another two or four or eight hours of productivity. Whether or not you completed all the tasks you planned for today, the hours have waned and it is now time to give your body and mind a chance to truly rest.
As you prepare to sleep, turn off the lights, climb into bed, and allow yourself to relax as you find a comfortable position. Close your eyes and take a deep breath, inhaling slowly through your nose and then pausing briefly before exhaling through your mouth. As you do, allow your shoulders to sink into your bed, releasing the tension they may have been carrying throughout the day. Take a moment now to briefly scan your body. If there is a muscle or joint that feels tight or uncomfortable, allow your mind to rest there as you take another slow, deep breath. Ask God in these moments to ease your pain and bring relief from stress. Let him speak to you as you acknowledge any discomfort and invite him to meet you here. As you continue to breathe deeply, in through your nose and out through your mouth, think about the day that has come to a close. If you are carrying any anxiety or worry about an event or interaction, take a moment now to lay it at the feet of Jesus. Acknowledge your worry and surrender it to Him. God is the giver of life and breath, the giver of days and of nights. Take one more deep breath as you thank Him for the gift of this day and turn your heart and mind to the gift now before you the gift of rest. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for this beloved child of yours. I praise you for the gift of another day of life where they could experience your goodness. And I thank you now for the gift of sleep where they can rest confidently in your grace and sovereignty. I pray that you would allow them to sleep easily tonight, resting in your loving arms. I thank you, Lord, for the message of this story and for the beautiful invitation that you have given your children to join the great wedding feast. Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. I rejoice, Heavenly Father that your beloved child has been invited to that wedding supper. Tonight, would you remind them of the great gift of salvation in Jesus Christ? Renew their spirit as they experience the beauty and joy of a sacred union, and let it remind them of the way you have pursued their hearts. We look to Jesus and ask these things in your precious name. Amen. And now, we begin this journey toward covenanted love, 
remembering ourselves in the story of the greatest love and the greatest covenant in history. Imagine that you are getting ready to attend the wedding of cherished friends. You are not going alone, and look forward to the time with friends and family as you get ready, travel, and attend the sacred ceremony. You begin by getting ready for this special occasion. You open your closet to find the perfect clothes hanging there in front of you. You relish the opportunity to dress a little nicer than your typical day-to-day. And even more so, you relish that you don't have to worry about deciding what to wear. You put on the outfit that was hanging in the closet and find it to be perfectly tailored for you. You smile confidently, admiring the cut and fit before heading out the door. You make your way down to the lobby, where you see the waiting group of friends and family with whom you'll be attending the wedding, and together, you head out to the waiting vehicle. You and your companions drive briefly through the city before ending up outside of town, heading into the countryside. With skyscrapers now in the rearview mirror, your eyes scan the rolling hills before you, admiring the variety of the trees that line the two-lane highway. You notice wildflowers growing intermittently along the road. You silently count the collections, seeing different combinations of pinks and yellows, whites and purples. Together, They fill the pasture with pops of color that stand stark against the green of the overgrown grass. You continue much of the drive in silence, contemplating the union you will soon be a witness to. As you think, you remember the vision of the Apostle John recorded in Revelation chapter 19. Hallelujah, for our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory, for the wedding of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. Then the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. As a follower of Christ, you recognize that marriage here on earth is meant to be a beautiful reflection of the love that the Lord God Almighty has for his children. You take heart in this promise from Revelation that there will be a great wedding supper and that you, as his beloved, will be invited. Hallelujah. You arrive at the wedding venue, turning off the state road onto a gravel path that curves to the left, away from the main building. There's a large field where several cars are already parked, and you pull into an open spot, parking the car 
and stepping out on the grass. You and your companions walk up the path and through an open gate, which leads to a large garden with a small koi pond, lots of planted flowers, and an open-sided barn set at the back of the property. You have arrived early, and you take the opportunity to wander around the garden, admiring the potted florals and small planted trees. As you meander around, you think about the bridal party, imagining what their day may have looked like as they prepared for the evening ceremony and celebrations. You picture the groom getting ready in a back room with his best man and groomsmen. Their custom suits are pressed, their vests and cufflinks are laid out, and their shoes have been shined. You imagine the groom carefully buttoning up his pressed white shirt. He reaches for a purplish gray colored tie, wraps it around his neck and carefully ties it. You imagine his anticipation building as he eagerly awaits the moment where he'll stand at the end of the aisle awaiting his beloved bride. You think about the anticipation this groom is feeling, the deep joy and adoration he has for the bride he loves, and it makes you think of the Lord Jesus. God's word calls the church the bride of Christ. He is the eager, adoring groom waiting, the bride whom he loves. Your thoughts turn now to the bride, as you remember once again the words from Revelation chapter 19. Hallelujah, for our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory, for the wedding of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. You consider the bride who has likely spent the entire day making herself ready to be presented, with joy to her waiting groom. You imagine what her day may have been like, the bustling excitement of the bridal suite, the bride eager with anxious excitement, enjoying the morning with her attendants and perhaps her mother. You imagine the large sitting room with couches and chairs offering space for many to sit comfortably throughout the day. There is a table with snacks in the center of the room and a smaller table along the wall with coffee and water. To the left-hand side, there is a long metal garment rack lined with a long, purplish-gray bridesmaid's dresses. At the back of the room is a door to another room, this one lined with mirrors with several swiveling chairs where the hair and makeup artists have set up their stations to beautify the bride and her attendants. Just as the Apostle John says in Revelation that the bride has made herself ready, so also does this bride take great care to make herself ready to be presented to her groom. Her hair has been carefully styled, her makeup has been artfully applied to highlight her natural features and to accentuate the bright color of her eyes. 
All of these seemingly small details not meant for vanity or show, but rather to further prepare and make ready the bride for the glorious occasion of uniting her to her groom. Your pondering fades as you walk up the wooden path approaching the barn where the wedding ceremony will take place. There's a small walking bridge that goes over a koi pond and leads you to the large, white, wooden barn trimmed in a dark brown. The darker color perfectly accentuates the frame of the picturesque barn. As you walk through the open doors, you hear the sound of light instrumental music filling the space. The soft sound of the jazzy music adds a light and airy feel to the space, setting the mood as peaceful and romantic. The walls of the barn are nearly sideless with four large arches creating an open and airy setting. There are beams of light shining in and a light breeze rustling through the space. Just to the right in the entrance of the barn is a long table with baby's breath and eucalyptus. Atop the table is a basket and several gold-framed photos. On the left-hand side, there's a tall barrel upon which sits an iron lantern with a short white candle burning inside. There's an easel right next to the barrel holding a wooden framed sign with Psalm 126, verse 3, artfully scripted. It reads, The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. You pause for a moment to reflect on this passage from the Psalms. You think of the great things that the Lord has done for you, the ways that He has provided for and blessed you. Namely, as you enter this sacred wedding ceremony, you consider how blessed you are to be invited to the wedding feast of the Lamb. As you savor a moment to reflect on the unchanging, powerful love of God, you remember the passage from Revelation and ponder these great things. Hallelujah! For our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give Him glory. For the wedding of the Lamb has come, and His bride has made herself ready. Then the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. You take a wedding program from the basket on the long table and walk down the aisle with your companions to take a seat. The aisle is lined with small wooden discs, each with a mason jar in the center. The jars are wrapped with twine and filled with a delicate bundle of white, dainty baby's breath. As guests continue to arrive and the seats around you are slowly filled, you peer through the opening siding of the barn gazing at the soft blue sky with streaks of white clouds scattered throughout. Your pondering is interrupted by the sound of the music changing, signaling the start of the ceremony. The soft jazz is replaced by an instrumental song with a more upbeat rhythm. The chatter of the guests slows to silence as the groom walks down the aisle with beaming eyes and a bright smile. The pastor walks with him, carrying a leather folio 
The groom is wearing a navy suit with a single flower boutonniere on his left patel that matches the color of his tie. He takes his place at the top of the aisle, just right of the center, as the officiant stands in the center facing the guests. A moment later, the groomsmen walk in from the side of the barn, through one of the open arches and file into a line beside the groom. They are in matching navy suits, each with a white boutonniere. You can see the delight they have to stand in affirmation of the union between their brother and friend to his bride. After the groomsmen take their place, the groom's mother is escorted by his father and they take their place in the front row. His mother with a tear in her eye as she looks at her son. The bride's mother follows, with each of her two sons walking her down the aisle. As the three of them take their seat, she smiles at the groom, the man who soon promises life to love and cherish her daughter. The music changes once again, and the bridesmaid begin their slow walk down the aisle, one by one. Each is holding a small bouquet wrapped in twine. Greenery surrounds an arrangement of white and purple flowers, complementing the long chiffon dresses the women are wearing. After the final bridesmaid, a sweet little girl around five years old walks alongside a younger boy. He has a small white pillow, and she is carrying a basket of flower petals, tossing them on the ground as she walks down the aisle. The doors at the back of the barn close as the song slows, a peaceful lilt before the song's crescendo. As the music begins to build, the barn doors open again. The mother of the bride stands, and the guests follow her lead, rising from their seats and turning their eyes to the back of the building, as the bride, arm in arm with her father, begins her walk down the aisle. But you, instead of turning to see the bride, turn your eyes to the end of the aisle to watch her waiting groom. His eyes are bright, though it looks as though a tear may be forming in the corner of his eye. He raises his hand to his mouth, excited and delighted to see his bride walking toward him. As you watch the groom, you think of Jesus and the love that he has for his people, his church, his bride. You think of the power of his sacrifice, his death on the cross that makes his bride worthy to be presented to him. You consider the profound image of marriage and what it represents for the children of God. Your heart is both humbled and awed as you think about how the words of Jesus recorded by the Apostle John in the book of Revelation shed light on the wonderment of marriage and more so on the joy of being united with Christ. Hallelujah, for our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory, for the wedding of the Lamb has come, 
and his bride has made herself ready then the angel said to me write this blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the lamb the bride reaches her groom and they join hands turning to face one another as they make their promise and join their lives together as one the pastor welcomes the guests to the joyous celebration and shares a simple but sweet homily on the gift of marriage and the joy that is to unite two lives together the bride and groom exchange their vows and rings promising to love cherish and care for each other for as long as they both shall live there are tears of joy and even laughter as the wonder of this moment weighs heavily on them both a couple walks to the front one picking up a guitar and the other standing before a microphone and they begin to sing the hymn come thou found as the bride and groom walk to a table on the left of the stage where a glass of grape juice and a loaf of bread sit together for the first time as husband and wife they remember the lord through communion the lyrics come thou fount of every blessing tune my heart to sing thy grace fill the room and you reflect on the truth of these words how blessed indeed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the lamb as the ceremony ends you walk with the rest of the guests out of the barn and over the bridge as you make your way into the ballroom where tables have been set up and food has been prepared the wedding supper has arrived but you are thinking beyond the current moment filled with an even deeper joy as you anticipate the greatest wedding supper of all the wedding supper of the lamb of god hallelujah for our lord god almighty reigns let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory lord god almighty we give you all glory and honor and praise thank you for the gift of jesus the beloved bridegroom of the church and thank you lord for this dear child of yours i pray that as they sleep tonight they would rest in the joy that they have been invited to the wedding supper of the lamb when your church will be received with joy by her groom we love you lord and we give you thanks and glory in jesus name i pray amen as you continue to rest tonight remember the great love that the lord god almighty has for you find comfort 
that you are among the blessed who have been invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. Until next time, abide in the unending love of Christ, your bridegroom. <laughs>